Hello again, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Game Pass Grab Bag, your weekly podcast for premium games from the Game Pass Collection. I will be the gardener of this episode. Andrew, with me, the weed that we can never get rid of. Keith. Hello. And, of course, our wonderful garden gnome, Liz. Hey, guys. And this week was Keith's pick, which is The Gardens Between. And even with that intro, this game really doesn't have to do with uh, too much of gardens, but still, sticking with my intro. But uh, this game was brought to you by Foxel Agents, which is a small indie studio in Australia. Shout out Australia. Nope, I'm not shouting out. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Thank you all That's for our Australia listeners. Yeah. Uh, so this game is essentially just a puzzle game, but it's kind of like a puzzle game walking simulator. Is I guess the best way to describe it. I mean, it is mostly essentially a puzzle game. But this game is essentially 2D. You're literally just either pressing forward or backwards. And when you're making your characters move, you are manipulating time. So this game is a time manipulation kind of puzzle. Essentially, if you've ever played the game Braid, it's very similar to that. When you walk forward, time progresses. When you walk backwards, time reverses. So the mechanics are very simple in this game. But Keith, this was your pick. Was this a game or a pass? It was a game. I'm not going to give much background. I, I, I get roasted when I do. So I'm just gonna say it's game, and I'll, I'll explain the rest later. I guess you're trying to. You don't want us to burn you. Nope, I'm not getting. I'm not getting burned on this one. I'm gonna give it a pass unless you want the achievements, and then I think it's good for achievements, which we'll get into later. But yeah, I was just kind of meh about all the different aspects. Like it's it's an okay game, but I was trying to just race through it. So for me, I think I'm gonna give it a game. Uh, my best analogy for this game, this game is the ginger at the end of sushi. It's very simple, but it's kind of like a palate cleanser. Like, <laughs> after you've played, like, some kind of ridiculous game, like, this game is just, it's simple, it's easy, it's relaxing. There, it, it won't really stir anything for you. Like, it won't really stir up any emotions, but it's just, to me, this game was refreshing, which I liked. But, so getting into it, this story essentially follows these two characters, a guy and a girl, and you kind of see at the beginning that they're neighbors, and you kind of see what like that something's going on, and you're essentially traveling down memory lane, and piecing up these fragments of kind of their past and how they became friends and basically where they're going in life. And to me, the story was good, but not great. My biggest complaint—I don't know if you had the, any of you guys had this issue—I could not figure out the ages of these characters. I'm like, okay, they're maybe like eight years old, but it's like, no, these people are really tall. And then they're like building a tree house. And it's like, I don't know any eight year old who can actually like swing a hammer and build a tree house. Well, these are their past memories that become consolations. It's not what they're doing now. They're going through their past. But their past, they, they look the exact same age. I think they're supposed to be like teenagers. Yeah, I think it's actually, I, I thought it had to to do with him going away to college or whatever something That's along what those I lines assumed. but at the same time i yeah i just kind of took it as even though it was kind of building together memories of their past i felt like the game kind of represented their last night together and it was them building their memories together or like their best memories so they were reliving them as their adult selves see i don't think he's going or to college. not adult but they're at least their older age self like even though they were going back and doing something that there was 10 years ago it was showing them at their current age i, I figure at least teenagers i don't know i wasn't too worried about their age i don't know it was just kind of irritating me because i'm like i don't know i was trying to figure out if they're teenagers or kids 
Because, like, some of the memories, they're obviously very childish things, like playing with airplanes and paper airplanes. and Right, because they're, it's it's them remembering they've been friends since they were, like, little kids. They grew up next to each other. So they're going back and they're looking, they're thinking about memories of when they were seven years old. Airplanes and all that. But they're their current teenage plus age self, right? Like, it's not that difficult, I don't think. Right, Liz? Yeah, I don't understand why he's struggling with it. <laughs> it's I don't not know. It was just like one of my complaints. I thought I was irritating. I'm like, how old are these people? Well, they're not just going to go through the last like five days. That'd be a boring game. Well, could I see the this birth certificate so on, these youth, on these people? I need to know their age. This game was so short it essentially felt like we went past the past five days of their lives. Yeah, I, I don't know. For the story, I actually just thought it was kind of cliche. I feel like I've seen this done a billion times in movies and they, I, I just... I was mad. See, for what I, what I liked about the story, whenever you're playing an indie game kind of like this, you're always kind of assuming there's going to be like a bomb drop at the end. Like, oh, somebody's pregnant or somebody's dying. Like, it's always something like really like heavy. But this game, it wasn't. And that's what I really liked about but it. But I saw it coming. Really? I knew what the ending was going to be. I had a feeling it was going to be someone dying. Because once you're going... In the segments where you're in the sewer, it's raining and it's really dark and like thunders, like the thunderstorms going off. It's like, oh man, this is building up to something heavy. Like, did they go to the sewer and one of them died? And this game is all about purgatory and oh they're gosh. trying to get out of purgatory. <laughs> I don't know. I was at least assuming somebody was dying in this game the way it was kind of progressing and it was getting darker. You absolutely just had to get in purgatory. Oh, I did. I mean, when it's an indie game, you know it's about purgatory. I don't think they had enough about their backgrounds for me to really care. They show the images, which becomes the constellation. But for me, there wasn't enough. There wasn't any voice acting. There wasn't like any long clip showing them interacting. So for me, I was just, I don't know. I, I agree with that. I, I do kind of wish I had more attachment with these characters. It did a pretty good job Like when you're progressing the level and you're speeding up and you're like progressing the time. They do a really good job of the characters like exploring the environments, kind of interacting with each other. I really liked how they kind of displayed that. But yeah, there really wasn't much story of these characters. Like there's like little things you can kind of see. Like you know that the girl comes from a single parent family. I pieced that together from seeing some of the photos on our wall. But like never caught that. There there really just isn't much impact with these characters. Like why are they there? Why did they become friends? Did like what struggles they helped each other with? It was just I don't know. It was just kind of seeing just their basic friendship of kids growing up. Well, maybe growing up. This game literally could take within a week place of a time. I don't know, because I couldn't figure out their age. <laughs> so I definitely don't think it was that short a period of time, but I definitely agree that it was a little generic. It was nothing crazy. I wasn't really expecting anything big. And then when I saw the end, I went, oh, okay, that makes sense. It was It was very simple. I think it was... A means to an end i don't know obviously but if if i were to picture how they built this game is they came up with the idea first and then built a story around it because the gameplay was really what was the highlight of this game because i agree with you ultimately it felt a lot like a walking simulator but at the same time the addition of the puzzles made it felt nice and it just didn't feel like i was just plodding along almost like i did with edith finch or I kind of feel like it felt a little more like Old Man's Journey, where you're kind of puzzle walking through yeah. old memories. 
all I think this game just find story it. Old Man's Journey. I see. I actually think the other one was. I don't know. I don't think it was better or worse. I think they were just as generic. It was just here's a reason to trigger a bunch of old memories, walk you through them, throw some puzzles at you. I and I liked the way the Old Man's Journey played better as a puzzler. Personally. I think there's way more to Old Man's Journey than this. I thought this story compared to Old Man's Journey. I mean, if you guys listen to that episode, you know I hated the story, but at least it was there. Yeah, move on. I think, I, think I like this game more than Old Man's Journey. I, I enjoyed the actual gameplay of this game more than I liked Old Man's Journey. Because the gameplay in Old Man's Journey was literally just like raised mountains and that's it. I really enjoyed the time manipulation in this game. Because I played Braid, and I, I really liked Braid a lot. Braid's a really fantastic game. And so this game reminded me a lot of it, of how the puzzles were working. And I, there was a couple times it made me scratch my head a little bit, but in the end, I never looked up any sort of walkthroughs in this game. I was able to figure out all the puzzles, so I didn't think it was too difficult overall. But I, I enjoyed it. I I liked how you kind of manipulated some things in certain ways, and some things wouldn't be affected by the time travel, so you'd have to try to shift things around. I actually thought it was a lot of fun. But I think it would have been better if you could switch between characters because you always knew when the other person had to do something. Because the guy would just do the time manipulation and the girl would deal with the light. So whenever you're walking by something, you're like, okay, so I know he needs to do that. And so for me, it's just like, there were some things that I liked, like the scene with the logs that you had to go over, like that level. And I don't know if that was the same level, but I know I liked level 10. But I think it would have made it harder and more interesting if you had to use the character separately and you, it wasn't all just one thing. See, but I don't think it was trying to be annoying. I think what they... It was really just about that one mechanic and it was a super simple mechanic. But they actually found a lot of different ways to incorporate it that I did think were really cool. And it's one of the things I really liked about this game. I'll admit... I did look up a couple of them because they just really had me scratching my head as to steal Andrew's words, as I do. As you always uh, do every episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, but a couple things had me scratching my head. And my biggest complaint about this game is only really the way I played it is I knew it was short, so I kind of tried to just rush through it. This game isn't meant to be rushed through. It's exactly what you were saying. It's, it's a palate cleanser. You don't need to sit down and beat it in the one to two hours it takes to beat enjoy it in small bursts just something to relax for a little bit and i like it for that i've noticed that i really i like puzzles in real life like all different types but for some reason in video games i don't really enjoy them as much i just want them to be over with you enjoyed talus principle quite a bit it was didn't you all right i think i like the talus principle more like i i like the puzzles more in this one i really liked the uh I don't know what it was, but it fell in the wires that created electricity. So there are certain mechanics that I liked. But overall, I found myself just looking at walkthroughs because I wanted it to be over. <laughs> yeah, I think I only really did that, again, for a few mechanics. But uh, I don't know. I think if I was giving myself more time to walk away and come back to, you know, an hour, a couple hours later, a day later... You just look at it with a different light, and you start playing with things a little differently, and it, and it makes it a little bit more fun. So I would suggest taking it as a as your time. Enjoy it. I also wish that this game just had some humor in it. I think maybe that's why it felt flat. 
But I, this isn't the type of game that I felt like wanted to have humor because that was it was meant to be a bit more impactful. Because I think just about everyone kind of shares this dilemma in their life where you were a kid and you had a friend like down the street that you always hung out with. And it's just like eventually there's just one day where you just you say goodbye to that friend and you both kind of go your separate ways and live your own lives. I feel bad. I just felt nothing. <laughs> That's why I'm like, give me some humor. Give me something. Did you never experience this or kind of moment in your dark. life? Yeah, but it's one of those things where you can stay in contact with somebody if you want to. It's about the effort. If you don't want to put any effort in and your friend's leaving, I mean, if you want it to be sad, that's on you. Well, at this time, like, this game clearly takes place, like, I'd probably say early 90s. The way, like, because their games they had, they were playing on, like, a Nintendo. Their computer was still using floppy disks. They still had a VCR. So I would say this game takes place in, like, the early 90s. So it's not like these kids had cell phones or anything like that. They don't have pens? They no. don't have regular phones? I, I didn't see a pen in this game, so I cannot confirm. I don't even know if this game takes place on Earth, so... I just think I, that... It, I did that, see a, a pencil at one point, or a marker of some sort. There is one. can confirm. Whatever. <laughs> and there's paper airplanes, so there's definitely paper. I just think that I understand what they were going for, and I can understand like that how that could give you feeling, but for some reason, it just the, the game didn't. Or maybe I'm just like a sociopath. <clears throat> yeah, you're just cold. Maybe. Apparently, yeah. <laughs> no, I don't. I don't think it was impactful so much in a lot of ways. I agree. It didn't. The lack of voice acting added to what it was. The fact that it had none, I appreciate. That's what I would say. Because we we complained about this before. Is games that give you maybe just a little bit of dialogue and then it drops off. But this thing just didn't bother. And so I'll, I'll give it a thumbs up for that. It needed cutscenes. That's what it needed. And they didn't have to say anything, but it could have showed more of their relationship. So there were different pieces in the levels. So, for instance, they have, like, the whole treehouse thing or there's uh, a level with a saw. And like just, like, have, like, a little video scene. But they just had, like, an image. I mean, it did, like, a two-second-ish. Like, it moved a, a little video. bit. <laughs> No, it was literally just panning out, wasn't it? It wasn't no. a video. It was no, panning. they moved. They moved oh, a they little. Did. Yeah, not much. Like, the like girl threw a popcorn at the guy's face. Uh, they, she's jumping up to grab an airplane. Like, it was really small movements, but it was a little bit. But I, I don't know. I don't think it needed... I don't think it needed cutscenes. Because I agree with Keith. I'm glad this game didn't have dialogue. Because normally when it comes to, like, an indie game like this, it's just kind of meant to be art. And that's kind of how I describe this game a bit, too. You're just meant to look at it and kind of appreciate what the artist is trying to convey to you. And so I, I like that it's not like, no, this is this is what we're saying. This is what we're doing. Because like, just like with art, some people may look at a painting and be like, eh, whatever, it's a scribble. But then other people see it and they see the emotion and feel emotion. And so like, that's kind of why I like this game. It's It's simple with that. And I think not having dialogue in it, too, it's kind of like... With Ori, how we kind of described a little bit with Ori, I feel like the music in this game was more trying to be the narrative and explaining the story. That's why I was really kind of leaning to that somebody's going to die because it first starts off very kind of happy and joyful with the music, but then it slowly dramatically gets it gets more dramatic and it gets darker and more intense. And I'm like, oh, someone's dying. Somebody's falling in the water. I thought this was going to be like a My Girl scenario where you know, trying to help the girl out get her jacket and somebody dies. But nope, it wasn't. Spoiler alert, I guess. I guess, well, just I don't know if I, it would be kind of a spoiler. Because I actually think the whole 
constellation thing it was it was them kind of like making up their own stories in the sky so they could look up at the night sky and you know oh that's how we remember each other and like that thing represents their memory like no super corny boy is gonna do that <laughs> have you jerk. met teenage boys i'm not even gonna get into it they'll do a lot of things <laughs> for a girl that's not there i don't think so uh, how do you think emo music became a genre Ooh, touche <laughs> How can you tell all your friends about your girlfriend from summer camp if you didn't make constellations in the sky with her? I don't know. <laughs> I feel like this is like emo music lyrics right now, too. <laughs> it's just so cheesy and cringy. Uh, I, whatever. Who cares? They were best friends. It never implied that they were, you know, intimately involved. They were best friends I since also they were liked. kids. I do appreciate that. I thought yeah, for they sure were they were going to shoe in some sort of romantic relationship. No, I do agree. They were just, yeah, they, they didn't. were just friends. Yeah, so I, I just, I don't know. That was the, the whole point I took away from it, and I thought it was a really kind of nice thing, but it wasn't overly interesting. Yeah, like it, it's not a story that's going to make you think about it weeks on end. But that's what I liked. There was things on this game I was expecting to happen, and it didn't. And I think it just surprised me, and that's why I liked it. I thought for sure they're going to be romantic. I thought for sure someone was dying. I thought for sure there was going to be some bombshell, but there wasn't. And it's just like, oh, okay. Maybe you're just bad at guessing. <laughs> I mean, it's possible. <laughs> <laughs> I do agree with what you said earlier. I thought the music was really good. But something I liked more, and hopefully I'm not transitioning too fast, but I really like the graphics. I loved the art style of this game. It reminded me of a lot of other games pieced together. Like, there was some bits that I, like, kind of reminded me of Sea of Thieves, and I was like, I was playing it. And I was like, I don't want to play Sea of Thieves right now. <laughs> was it the water? No, it was the stones. I don't know. There was, the, but I saw like little pieces from different games that we played into like one kind of like just nice cohesive style. I didn't get a Sea of Thieves vibe, but I kind of see what you're coming from. But I, I loved the art style of this game. I loved that like you're kind of small in a gigantic world, and so there's like a massive TV screen, a massive remote, and it's I really kind of like that aspect of it. And it was it made it interesting for the puzzles as well. But even with the TV, because you can move in the TV. But I wish they made it so you could actually like play a game or something, like added something else in there. Because I was kind of like, oh, is eh, it really just I would have ignored it. You think you would have played like uh, the the silly crow game? I mean, I was really bored. I really wanted it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I I thought about that, and that's where I was comparing it to Old Man's Journey, even. Because Old Man's Journey had those different aspects where you do the train ride or whatever it is. But I agree with Andrew, and I appreciate that they decided not to here. Because it it just didn't need to be there. Just keep it simple. Keep it what it was. You only ever needed three buttons in the game. And you you could use different buttons to play the game, but it was easy enough to figure out either way did you just want a game in the game after wolfenstein last week when you got to play the original wolfenstein you're like ah i wish i could play another game in this i forgot about that but (laughs) i really was hoping for a game in it because i mean i feel bad with this game because there's nothing that i really am gonna like rave about with it and i kind of feel like bad about that but i can't think of a single thing about this game oh you said the graphics like oh this is exceptional i said they were good i didn't say they were exceptional oh okay sorry i really like them but I don't, I don't know. I keep saying that I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> what do you know? God. Clearly, I don't know. 
Liz is trying to figure out so many things tonight. Well, just, I mean, maybe it's because it was such a short game and I was expecting different things from it. Maybe that's part of the problem. Do you think you would have liked it if the game was longer? No. Because <laughs> to me, this game is what, maybe two, two and a half hours long to beat? Some of the walkthroughs, like, online are less than an hour. So, I mean, wow. it depends. But I think they cut out the little cutscene things, though. So, or I mean, load time. I, yes. The load time's not a lot, but there's enough of it that it probably would add up to a good 15 plus minutes at least, just if you went start to finish in the game. Yeah, so that's with the cutting. So a little over an hour for the walkthroughs that had it. But, but yeah, I, I think it didn't overstay its welcome. And for me, that was good. I like that it can be as short as if you're really good at figuring out the puzzles, you can get through it. But if you take a little bit of time, it still probably won't take you more than three hours. So, oh, it's nice for that. The thing I will say that I will rave about with this game is this is 100% a game for achievement hunters. It is very easy to do a thousand this game. And since it's so quick, you can do the game real quick. And it has a level select. So if you miss any of the achievements, you can easily just go back and select and play some of the puzzles. So this is 100% a game for achievement. You had that one game recently that didn't have level select and you were so upset Seesaw. about it. And now every single time yes. there's a game with a level select, you're like, there's a level select. Because <laughs> it really irritated me with Seesaw. I hated that. Weeks later. I had to play the game like three or four times and it wasn't a great game. So it was like frustrating. You yeah, I agree you? with you. <laughs> Without trying, I think I got like less than 400, I think. That's but I definitely could have gone back. But Oh yeah, especially because they're super easy. And to Andrew's point, the if you miss them, the constellation ones are probably the easiest to miss. But I went through and I missed actually I think all of them except for one. Yeah, and me I too. got all of them in under ten minutes. Yeah. Once I kind of figured out the pattern, oh okay, this is easy. And it was I think each of them were eighty. So Liz, if you want to just boost your score, I know you don't care about it much, but you should do it. I tried it's telling crazy. her when she was on it and she was like, Don't care, don't care, I'm done with this game. I'm like, Alright. <laughs> Well, I noticed recently, for some reason, it's not popping up when I get achievements. It just started doing again, but for the last, like, two games, it wasn't telling me if I got achievements. It would do that to me sometimes, too. I think it's a weird glitch with Xbox, but it's it's inconsistent. So I thought I got none when I was playing this. I'm like, what am I doing wrong? And then I looked, and I was like, oh, I actually got some. But a uh, quick tip, if you are playing this game for the achievements, anytime you beat a world, it gives you an image of the kids, and it kind of plays a little memory. If you reverse the time you'll notice something in the scene will shake and make a noise. And if you just freeze the screen there, a character will pop out, which is an adorable little box that kind of will like dance around and you always get an achievement with each one of those memories where he appears. So if you're playing this game to save you some time, just look for that guy after every memory. But that's about it. I think we're actually going to start wrapping up this. This, unfortunately, I this is a very short game. So this is going to be a short episode. And because of that, I also will not have a video for this game because I essentially felt like it would just show the entire game and show you how to beat it. And if you actually want to play this game and enjoy it yourself, I figured you probably don't want to watch a video that essentially just shows you how to beat it. <laughs> and there's already plenty of videos out there that kind of do that anyway for walkthroughs. So unfortunately, there will not be a video for this week, but there definitely will be next week because next week we're doing Ori and the Will of the Wisps. Cannot wait for this game. So we also wanted to do a short game to kind of prepare for that and, uh, play some of the games that we had in our backlog before the game comes out. So getting into our final thoughts, for me, like I said, this is a game. I thought it, it was simple. It, after going from Wolfenstein, where you're blowing off the heads of Nazis and stuff like that, this game is just, it's relaxing. 
You don't really have to think too hard. The music is just nice. You can just pop on some headphones, listen to it. It's not really challenging. And it's not a game that like weighs heavy on your heart. So it is just a nice experience. It's fantastic for achievements. So for me, I'm giving it a 78. So I stand by my game, I guess, from the start. I've mostly said my piece, but I, I largely agree with everything you said. And the only thing I would say is if you want it for the achievements, yeah, just find a good walkthrough and you can probably do it in under two hours and get a thousand gamer score. And that's all cool. But if you want to enjoy the game, take some time with it. Don't try and rush through it. Pick it up, put it down, because it's very easy to pick up and put down. The levels aren't very long, so you don't lose a lot. Even if you lose your progress, it's not a big deal. And yeah, I still... But I think as far as a score, because it's nothing that wowed me, I agree with you. 70, it's a good score. I'm going to give it a generous 60. I I just had charm, and that's about it for me. <laughs> I'm learning that... How do you know games... Liz hated it? I picked it. <laughs> <laughs> that's actually true we do have opposite tastes in games but i did think i was gonna like this one i feel like a lot of the games that they're gonna like i hate and then games that andrew has to push me to play are the games that I usually end up loving and so for me this just fell flat across the board it's a cute game i'll give it that but looking at Metacritic, for Xbox, 81 from critics, 6 from users. And there was one critic that said, The narrative may be cliche, but comes across sincere. Brought to life with a charming interpretation of childhood imagination, it's the gaming equivalent of a warm, cozy blanket. PC, oh. 80 and 6.3. A critic said, Devoid of conflict, story, and text. So more negative on that one. <laughs> and PS4, 75, and 4.8. But, but I nobody do... really cares about PS4. <laughs> it's an Xbox podcast. But before we get into like our whole spiel at the end, because I know people kind of like tune us out now, I just want to remind people that the poll is still going on. It has a little bit of time left. Uh, you can pick between Shadow of War, Oxenfree, The Outer Worlds, Doom, and somebody suggested a Plague's Tale on Facebook. So if you go to Facebook or Twitter, you can leave a suggestion. Whatever gets the most likes, I'm going to pick. So you guys could all like team up and get the game that you want. So And you can vote twice, obviously. Go to Facebook and go to Twitter. I'm actually with Plague's Tale. I'm with, I'm with the, uh, the write-in vote. Did, did you vote? <laughs> no. Did you go on our Facebook I, and like it then, Keith? There's, there's no option for, write to, for voting for the write-in vote. Yeah. Yeah, you, you like it. it. I think Do I not like read. Literally what Liz just said. <laughs> I yeah. wrote it in the thing too. If you're listening to this episode way late in the future, uh, please follow us on Twitter. I'm sure we're going to have more polls later on. So if you're not following us on Facebook or Twitter, you can follow us on Facebook at Game Pass Grab Bag and we're on Twitter at GPGB Pod. I'm sure we're going to have plenty more polls. So Because I'm indecisive. If this one's already gone and done with, follow us there and I'm sure we'll have another one. And as I said, I apologize. There won't be a video for this episode, but there definitely will be for next week. And next week, I'm sure will be a much longer episode too. So if you want to follow us on YouTube, we're at Game Pass Grab Bag. If you also want to write us an email, we're at GamePassGrabBag at gmail.com. And we also have an Xbox club at GPGB Pals. I have been your hardcore gamer host, Andrew. You can follow me on Xbox Live at Firebird01952. And I'm also a mixer with the same name where I'll be streaming the games, including Ori coming up. And I've been Keith. You can follow me on Instagram at Fred Durst, where I post lots of pictures of station wagons. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh and i'm liz anoop gamertag come on i'm dean and i'm on twitter at liz anoop 
at Liz the Noob, Noobizzy W. And I should say that the polls, I think you mentioned earlier, they're on the Game Pass grab bag, so you don't have to follow me. Don't worry. Because <laughs> <laughs> if you follow her, you mostly will just get cat memes. If you like cat memes, you can follow her on Twitter. I've broadened what I post, actually. Nobody <laughs> cares. <laughs> all right, everyone. Thank you all so much for listening, and we really appreciate you, and hope to see you again next week. Bye, guys. See you.